woke up to an empty bed. I couldn't sleep. I could tell something was bothering you. Just a couple of things at work. Look at you and Edmund. You know how lucky you were. I grew up an only child playing with dolls on my own. I worshipped him. Seeing your brother like that, it must have broken your father's heart. Yeah. Well, at least now, when someone is terribly ill, they're not allowed to suffer. That's a blessing. Come back to bed. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. This week, we covered the next two episodes of season one of The Man in the High Castle. It's episode seven, Truth, and episode eight, The End of the World. With me in my very own office here is Rob. Say hi, Rob. Dude, this is more like a refrigerator box. Shut up. I mean, I had to put lube on just to squeeze through the door. God, I hate you so fucking much. I know you do. And in the land of despair, we have James. Say hi, James. Are you too fucking a football? Because I feel like I'm listening to two monkeys fuck a football over there. <laughs> it feels like it sometimes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> How's everybody's week, man? Good. Good. I'm here. Um, it was fantastic until I logged on to Discord to talk to you two ass clowns and then yeah. had to listen to 20 minutes of fucking, hey, how do we set this up, Jason? <laughs> I swear, it's we, like we had a few technical hurdles to overcome, but that's we, we did it. We're the here. Only the only technical hurdle we had was Rob. Hey. Well, that's a technical hurdle we deal with every week. So Right. Now, if Discord sucks this time, it's not because of my porn. It's Jason's porn. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, speaking of porn, did you get laid this week? It was your birthday, isn't it? Happy uh, birthday, by the yes, way. Yes, thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah. Uh, did you get yeah. laid? Yeah. Okay. Uh, not this weekend, though, because I'm here and Jason won't put out. Jason but, said last I'm week busy. he was going to put out. I listened to the podcast I, yeah. today. He said he was going to put out. You know one thing that he didn't say on the podcast that he uh, failed to do? The Jason's no. Wrong Music. Uh, right? I mm -hmm. keep telling you it doesn't exist. Mm, bullshit. It's in another podcast. Really? In another podcast. Of yours. Another of, saddest of one. Yeah. Another episode of sad. So this podcast, yep. yes. just another episode. Which episode? I can't tell you. It's one that I was on. It's one that you were <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, because I only listen to the ones that I'm on. All the oh, rest God. are shit. <laughs> well, hmm. well, I tell you what, you figure out which episode that is, and I'll review it, and I'll, I'll, we'll see. <laughs> I'll review, I'll review it, and take it out and uh, fix it. Yeah, so that it no longer exists. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm not telling you, listeners. Uh, I'm sorry, listener Frank. <laughs> um, 
figure it out, let us know, please. Wow. Um, speaking of listener, uh, I do want to give a shout out to a Patreon contributor, Chris. Uh, thank you very much for contributing to our Patreon. If you would like to contribute to our Patreon, uh, you can do that at, uh, we actually have a, a new website that you can do that now. Um, it is eargloomedia.com forward slash saddest Patreon. So uh, go out there, give us a, a few nickels. If, uh, if you have a few nickels available, we would uh, greatly appreciate that. Or don't, and that's fine too. Uh, so tier two of your Patreon needs to be you dancing to the Jason's Wrong song. What? I'm, I'm telling you, you're going to get a lot more um, uh, traction. The Jason's Wrong song? Yes. Doesn't exist. It does too. And we will prove it. You prove it. Mm-hmm. You prove it. You mm-hmm. come up with the episode and the timestamp where that exists. That's going to take work on Rob's part. And I don't and think I, anyone, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm yeah. not going to put So forth even if that it does over. exist, I'm pretty confident we'll never see it. <laughs> I'm not going back because I don't care that much. I'll just make one up. Who's got news? I do. I do. I do. I do. I have lots of news. I don't. I just have one thing. People are stupid and they're going to storm Area 51. Apparently. Oh, God. Is this another one of your your things from yesterday, last week? Like, no, Bob Lazar has started something. Like, it's not really Bob Lazar, I promise. I don't know who started this, some idiot. There are now half a million people signed up to storm Groom Lake. Half a million people. Because this is what the event says. It says they can't stop all of us. (laughs) Can't stop all of what? All of the people that want to storm Area 51 to find the fucking aliens. Oh, I bet they can stop a lot of them. I'm fairly confident I bet they could they probably can stop, stop all, of all of them. Yeah. 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 I do too. Because I, yeah. they have automatic weapons and really fucking tall fences. <laughs> uh, it's I funny. Somebody they just have uh, those, force fields and aliens. Well, they might. They, they may have both. Yeah. Uh, though some who have posted on the event page in recent days have considered. Uh, uh, the possibility that this is all a joke. Quote, P.S. Hello, U.S. government. This is a joke. I, and I do not actually intend to go ahead with this plan, wrote use, uh, user Jackson Barnes. Following his rather descriptive proposed game plan, I just thought it would be funny and get me some thumbsy upsies on the Internet. Yeah, I'm not responsible if people decide to actually storm Area 51. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he... I, well, maybe he didn't know who he was dealing with, the type of people he was dealing with, because the people that would storm Area 51 are really serious about this shit. The Internet is a weird, wonderful, strange place full of weird, wonderful, strange people that apparently really want to storm Area 51. So um, <laughs> when our alien overlords uh, uh, are, are set free from because of these idiots... Just know that, you know, I didn't want to incarcerate you. All all hail Lord Zarkon. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't us. Yeah. What do you got, Rob? Um, I've got two things. Uh first thing is a, a trailer for um uh, Another Life came out. Uh Another Life is a sci-fi um thing that is happening on Netflix. It's uh starring none other than Starbuck herself. 
Oh, Katie Sackhoff. Yep, she is the uh, she's the lead actress in it, and uh, the review here, or one of the reviews that I read, says that it looks like Arrival meets Stargate SG One. Now I'm hoping that they're talking about the latest Arrival and not the Arrival with Charlie Sheen, because that would be a shit show, and I won't watch it. Right. Uh, in case you don't know what we're talking about, uh, we reviewed that a number of episodes ago. Go check it out. I have that's fond it. memories of that movie. That's, I refuse to listen to the episode where you bash it. That's what we call Red a loved that movie. So he, I he, love that movie, he too. He defended it pretty well. Good. Well, then maybe I should listen to it because uh, Red was awesome, and I always agreed with him. <laughs> yeah. he. Uh, but, but Rob and I, yeah, we, we definitely punched down on that thing. Wasn't that the first one you guys had me do? No, no. Are you sure? What, was it? Because if it was, I want to go back and listen to see how much worse Rob has gotten since oh, then in yeah. podcasting. It, it, it was one of the first it's ones. It's one of the first ones because I was here and you said, hey, you're going to join us. I think it was. No, I think it was the second. I was think you were here on a long weekend and we had done one and then we randomly picked that one and you just happened to be still here that weekend oh, so you had to do it yeah yeah can't Maybe remember the one before that one uh i did cowboys and aliens and i did the arrival here Ugh. well and you, and you did a couple others as well uh, yeah. it's terrible i don't know we'll have to go look what else you got uh so okay so bear with me here um this guy Mm, his his name is Domingo. Uh, that's all he's going by is uh, is, is Domingo. Sam, oh, I'm sorry, Sam Domingo uh, made some uh, jaw dropping claims about Scientology. I figured, you know, that's sci fi, right? Well, it's it's definitely fiction. Yeah. Well, here's the sci fi <laughs> part. Here's the sci fi part for you. So. He is claiming that uh, when John Travolta's son, Jet, 16, uh, age 16 at that time, uh, died, um, he tried to resurrect his son in the ambulance. What, like resuscitate? No, 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 no. So Scientologists believe that your spirit, which is a thetan or thetan, thetan, whatever, it doesn't go into your body until birth, and then when you die, it leaves your body, and it goes and finds another one, right? Right. Yeah, so he was doing—let me find it here. It's a little further down. Uh, they call it a bring-back-to-life assist, which means that while he was in the ambulance, he said, I command you to get into the body now. He said this over and over and over again, trying to resurrect his son. Is that like a is that a stat in basketball? I the bring back the what is it? Bring back the soul assist? Bring back to life assist. <laughs> assist. Oh my god. It sounds like a basketball stat. Yeah. What kind of fucking sport is Scientology anyway? I don't I don't know. But don't it's know. it's all it's good. probably on the realm of like ice soccer or We cricket. should not talk Hey, look, we should not like you could talk bad about ice soccer and soccer and cricket and volleyball unless it's women's volleyball in the sand then don't mm. talk bad about because i can watch that for days but we should probably not talk bad about scientologists because they'll have a shutdown 
Oh, whatever. I'm they not, can try and, and shut us down, but we only have one listener, and I'm pretty sure Frank isn't a Scientologist. How do you know? They're fucking everywhere. <laughs> but I don't know. You're right. Yeah, right. Uh, like, have uh, you have you watched that that Christina Remy uh, fucking Scientology show on A and E where she's like trying to expose them for the frauds that they are? I mean, oh yeah, that they allegedly yeah. are. I don't really think they're frauds. Scientology guys that are listening, like all hail whatever Lord Zargon. I guess. Yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't fucking know. No, it's it's all hail L. Ron Hubbard. Well, that guy was just batshit crazy. You know he's the one that came up with Scientology, right? Yeah, no, I know. I'm just, I'm just yeah, I get it. That's why I said he was batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was. But it's but not like all every sad great news, cult leader. He yeah. was charismatic. Yeah, yes, yeah. Scientologists, they're, they're all they're they're cult members. That's all they are. They haven't figured it out yet. Like you have to like, what religion makes you fucking pay money to get to the next level? Oh yeah, Scientology. What the fuck. I've got Big a religion scam. that makes you pay to get to the next level. Nobody's joining your stupid religion, Rob. Uh, no, no, it's Patreon. A couple of nickels. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll get you to tier one. No big deal. Touche. Yes. No, so um, it's not all bad news, though, because uh, apparently um, Jets uh, Thetan uh, is now in the body of Ben, which is their... Uh, other son that was born Wait. about a month after uh, Jet died. So what did this? What did his soul do for a month? Watch all of the fucking uh, stupid John Travolta movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Who knows? Anyway, so I mean, that's what they believe. They think the Thetans of Jet is inside Ben. So life is good, and uh, it all not quite according to plan, but uh, it all worked out in the end. And well, that's my sci-fi news. It's sad. It's unfortunate that, you know, his son Jet died. Um, that's That's got to be rough. And I can certainly understand in his in his grief at the time that he would want to do anything to, to bring his son back. So I would use paddles. I wouldn't just command a spirit <laughs> to come back into well, the body. yeah. I mean, there is that. Jason's trying to be all serious and somber about the death of this young man, this tragic life lost at such a young age that is sad for everyone involved. And Rob's like, well, yeah, just fucking use medicine. <laughs> what? It works. He's trying to be sensitive to the family, Rob. Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Oh, so um, in my sci-fi news this week, and it is definitely science fiction. I just want to let everybody know of what kind of animal Rob actually is. Oh, what Jesus. the hell is this all about? Do you know how he eats his cereal? <laughs> you are retarded. So what he does is he takes a bowl. He pours milk into the bowl. And then he takes said bowl into my living room, reclines on my recliner, and continues to watch Game of Thrones as he pours small bits of cereal into said bowl of milk that's like three quarters of the way full of milk and then eat cereal by the like two or three spoonfuls it was in a like giant 10. bowl of milk. It was like 10 spoonfuls. And in my defense, I had like four or five bowls of that thing. Nobody eats cereal like that, Rob. I do. Rob, you put the cereal in the bowl. Mm -hmm. Then you pour milk in the bowl, mm -hmm. then you eat the fucking cereal, and then you put the bowl away. Yeah, but what if you want multiple bowls of cereal? Then you go then back you... and you get another bowl of cereal. Look, you repeat the process. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with my process. 
No, there's a it lot kept, wrong with your pasta. It kept my cereal stupid. nice and crunchy the entire time. Oh my god! And uh, I was then eat busy, Captain Crunch. I was busy watching. Do not Game eat of Captain Crunch. Eat Captain Crunch. You know what? Don't tell him what he can and can't eat. If he wants to eat Captain Crunch, eat some goddamn. Crunch. If he wants right. to eat Captain Crunch, he could just eat broken glass. Hey, that is I not, like peanut that is, butter that is, crunch. Thank you very much. That is a oh that my is a god, really? Peanut butter that crunch? Is a falsehood. Yeah. Wait, peanut butter crunch? What the fuck is wrong with you, Rob? Dude, shut up. You're from Iowa. What do you know? Not only is that know Captain that Crunch, so it's town. like the worst cereal, but it's peanut oh, butter it's... cereal, and peanut butter cereal never tastes good. Oh, yeah. It's, no, it's on excellent. the days. On the days they make the peanut butter Captain Crunch in my town, it smells like <laughs> oh fucking ass. Well, okay? If it makes you feel any better, the days that they're uh, baking Mrs. Baird's bread in my town, it smells like ass, too. When they when they make the Crunchberry fucking uh, variation Does of Captain Crunch? Does it smell like Crunch? rainbows? Oh, my God. It smells like fucking unicorn poop and awesome. It is amazing smell. So it every once in a while, you get streets. a good day in the land of desperation. Yes, absolutely. And, th- and on those days, I am happy. <laughs> Who's ready for a pod crawl? Fuck you all. As long as we stop talking about Rob's weird fucking cereal habits, I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, so that was just fine. a case of truth being stranger than fiction. Let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Joe is in John's office with a look like he's just been caught looking at Daddy's Playboys. John expresses his disappointment and wants to know about the girl, and Joe spills all his beans then gets an escort downtown. John gives Joe some relationship advice and encourages him to reach out and touch Juliana through fascist bell. Juliana is reading other people's sex when Frank comes home and they have makeup sex. Juliana takes Joe's call in the most suspicious way possible as Frank heads out. Tagami is at home practicing his Mr. Miyagi impressions. Later at work, he and Kido briefly discuss his questionable tastes in Water Girls. The Kenpitai shake down Frank's workplace and he heads out the back in the least sneaky way possible. Juliana runs into Arnold at work and they meet up at a diner later where Arnie reveals it was him who sold Trudy up the river. Childen gets a private dinner invitation where he shows he's a huge racist ass. Joe heads back to his apartment in Brooklyn where he's greeted by his adoring girlfriend and her kid. He takes a call from his West Coast girl and his East Coast girl gets a little jelly. Frank and Juliana make plans to get the fuck out of Dodge as Joe arrives on the West Coast with orders to not fuck things up this time. Meanwhile, Lem is giving one of his kids a fishing lesson and gets a postcard along with a deli shop punch card good for one free translation. Juliana finds Trudy's not really decomposed body and breaks the bad news to her mom and Arnie. Frank takes up Native American jewelry making as Joe buys his West Coast girl some lunch. John's boy Tom gets checked out by his family physician who then tells John in private that Tom is fucked and would he please take his useless eater home and kill him now? John heads back to work and gets a surprise visit from his boss, fuck off Nazi Obersgruppenführer Heydrich. Heydrich is on vacation and would like to take Wegener on a trip to fuck off Nazi Disney World. Children sells Frank's sitting bull necklace thanks to Wu. Juliana gets word that the film exchange Joe is involved in is a trap and tells Frank she has a thing, but will meet him and be on the bus to Canyon City. Knowing Juliana, since she said she will be on the bus, she won't be on the bus. Joe is at the finest gentleman's club in the city, the Bamboo Palace, and makes the exchange, but the Kenpitai break up the party right at the good part. 
Juliana arrives to warn him of the raid however, they head out the back and avoid the Kenpitai, and roll Joe and Juliana getting caught anyway by the Yakuza credits. And before we uh, dig into the meat of the show, I would like to pause for a message from our sponsor. Hey, Frankie, you might know me from my stunt coordinator work on such hits as the Firefly and Serenity. When two broads needed to wrestle around just a little bit, Josh would give me the call. Now, I'm here to call you. Down to Frank's Martial Arts Dojo and Vodka Superstore. Not only will I teach you how to take a punch, but I can also get you gassed on that cheap. We got sorkum vodka, corn vodka, rice vodka, rye vodka, wheat vodka, potato vodka, fruit vodka, and sugar vodka for all you broads out there. So come on down to Frank's Martial Arts Dojo and Vodka Superstore, toots. So, this episode, or these two episodes, we're, uh, we're starting to pick up the pace a little bit. Starting to get some intrigue. Um, what do you guys think? Um, I think uh, Juliana likes to do pity fucks with Frank. I mean, that's really all that was. That was like a pity fuck. Wow. Wasn't it? Well, you would know. Oh, need some balm for that burn. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you just shut the door? I opened it and then closed it. <laughs> for, it was a good sound effect. Nice yeah, job, Rob. It was it was for comedic effect. Rob's our new Foley artist. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. These episodes are really good. I think they're doing a really good job of creating tension where you least expect it. Uh, I think a good example of that is uh, Obergroup and Fuhrer's son. Like, is he going to kill him or is he not going to kill him? Well, yeah. if you watch the show later on. Um, Shut up. Oh. Why would you spoil it? Oh, well, I thought that's what we do. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what Jason does. That's what I do. I'm holding off on that. So are you? Yes. Thank you. I'm holding off on that. I'm dialing that back. Are you? <laughs> did you get did you get a review a scathing review from somebody? No, comment? I'm just. Did you leave us? Did you leave a scathing review, Rob? <laughs> no, Rob doesn't listen to the show. How could he leave a review? That's a good. Oh point. no, we no we have it. established that I do listen to the show because you didn't do your Jason's wrong song. Oh my um, god! Anyway, last let's, week. Let's yeah. <laughs> so there's another. So there's another movie, another grasshopper uh, movie that the man in the high castle wants, and now everyone's after it. The Yakuza got it. The Resistance was supposed to have it, uh, and uh, both the Kempo Tai and the uh, SS are after it. Like everybody wants this film. And I just want to say that uh, the Resistance has some sort of leak in their organization. Because, no shit, Sherlock. I mean, damn. You would think everybody has a leak. Like yeah. I don't under like everybody. Like this is like a show full of double agents. Well, yeah. So this show is is kind of a, a cross between a, an alternative history and and a, and a spy novel. There so. is no spying in this thing. Oh please! Are everybody, you watching the same show we're watching? No, everybody gets caught. You know, a good spy doesn't get caught. Uh, okay, I don't think that's. I think there are suspicions, but I don't think anyone's been caught yet. So you know, in for, the '60s and '70s. Oh well, there was that a dude got caught with the film and got killed in Europe. 
in Germany called the Bridge of Spies where Bridge over the River Kwai. Oh my god. All right. So that's a that's a bridge too far, Rob. <laughs> god. Is that just water under the bridge? Uh anyways, um so yeah, John Smith is starting to get some of the not- Nazi doctors yeah. Some of the fuck off Nazi doctrinization hitting home. Um, yeah, he's he he gets to make a choice now. Does he truly believe in the fascist bullshit that he's been uh, pushing on other people this entire time, or is he going to try and cover up the fact that his son has a congenital disease that the state considers? Uh, not worth dealing with and so is going to order his son to die well i think this so do you want to know the answer no shut up i would like to discuss the possibilities (laughs) of what his choices are and what you think he'll do without revealing what he's actually going to do since you've already watched the fucking show (laughs) i fell asleep through most of it this time Um, too no not this time i think obergruppen fuhrer so he just dealt with this kind of, right? He just had this crisis of conscience. He knew that his friend was a good man. He knew that his friend, you know, was his friend, but he also knew that his friend was a traitor. So what was he going to do? And he needed Joe's help. I don't think he's going to need anyone's help with his son. I believe that he is going through all of the steps of grief. And the first step in grief is denial. So what did he make his son do? Not only did his son have to run, but he had to run an extra two kilometers. Right. Yeah. We're going to run that congenital disease right out of you. Right. So that's the first step. What's the last step? It doesn't matter the steps in between. The last step is acceptance. He's going to kill his son. You think so? I I have no doubt of that. None. It'll be interesting, but I think we kind of get a preview of how he's going to deal with his son with how he deals with Wegner in episode eight. Well, where he goes in and he tries one last chance, like you've got one last chance to tell me what's going on. Yeah, one last chance to tell me what's going on and let me help you get out of this fucked up situation. Right. Uh, And if you don't, then I have no choice but to hand you over to Oprah Scroopin. Fuhrer, whatever his nuts is. Yeah, whatever. That guy is weird. (laughs) Well, yeah, he is. He was weird in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were all weird in real life. Like, where's the occult part of this? Where's the occult part of the Nazis? Um, Season four. They actually touch on that. How do you? Season four hasn't come out yet, Dip. So I could be right. (laughs) Oh. You don't know. Why is it every episode you have to try to time travel? No, I'm not trying to that me. I'm not you trying can't to talk either. I think I just had a stroke. I'm not. I'm not trying to time travel. I'm just saying they're gonna they're gonna cover the occult stuff in season four. They actually touch on the occult stuff a little. Before that, but and what okay. like season three? Because I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, actually, I think they start touching on that in season two. I don't remember season two because that was kind of a big thing with Hitler was the occult stuff, right? 
But Hitler is is being downplayed in this series because he's kind of on his he, he's Last kind leg. of on the back nine. So yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> he's on the back nine. He's trying to play through just to end it all. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. you know, he's, he's he's got Parkinson's. Um, they're they're trying to. He's way over par, so you know, he's just trying to get through <laughs> the holes. Like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Let's just go to nine. Let's go to eighteen right now. Fuck it. We need to go to the nineteenth hole. Yeah, so I just want to know like where where that's at, because um, I feel like that's like, that would add another dimension to this show. Like it's already sci-fi, so add that dimension to it, and I think that would add a little something to it. But I am I am digging the cloak and dagger aspects of this as well, because I can't. I'm trying to think of a show recently that's done this and or at least done it well, and I can't think of one. And this one does it pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah. There's not one that comes to mind to me either. Uh, there's a show on Freeform called Cloak and Dagger. That's a <sighs> comic book show, Rob. I know, but it has what you were looking for in the name, <laughs> that, so I figured that was low hanging yeah. fruit. Yeah. Can we do our mute Rob part yet? Oh, God, you I can't. Mute can't me. your internet go down just on yes. like, where his mic is? <laughs> just can't on you my pull half? his mic out. <laughs> Internet Just goes pull down. The connection out. That's huh? a loose connection, Rob. Sorry. I'm fine. I don't know why you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so the trade weird. minister is still. So the trade minister uh, is apparently becoming fast friends with Juliana as well. Yeah, and well, there's a reason for that. I'm waiting. Oh, yeah. Okay. The I Ching is telling him to do it. And there's kind of uh, your your occult part too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, he said the I Ching is like what to, uh, that she will play an important role or something like that. He said he even said it to her that no, or right, not to did, her, to her or to her no, his, he said it to her. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember if it was yeah. her or his little uh, assistant helper person. It was when she came in, and then yeah. he uh, handed her the flower and the address yeah, where right, his right, where her sister was. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that was a pretty powerful scene. Like, so there were a couple of scenes in both of these episodes that I thought were really well done, and then there was one scene where I was like, "What the fuck is this director on?" Ooh, let's hear that <laughs> one. Which one's that? The one where uh, Joe uh, pays, like, when he comes back into Juliana's life and he pays for the thing. He's like, "Oh, just like old times," and then he like rushes her to a fucking table with a mirror, and they have to sit. Like he goes all the way to the edge, like to the to the wall, and she stays on the edge on the other side of the booth, just so the fucking director can get a shot of her in the mirror. Like that's all he wants is a shot of her in the mirror. Yeah, I don't even remember that scene very well, so I can't even picture it in my head to try and figure out what kind of symbolism he was shooting for. But I don't know. It was fucking weird. And I, I, you know, I, I went back to look to see if there was maybe something in the mirror that you as the viewer were, were supposed to possibly catch as some kind of Easter egg or as some kind of uh, clue as to, you know, something. In, and there was nothing there. It was just fucking it was just her. Uh, and while I like looking at her, I'm like, why? Am, why? Why? Why is this set up in a fucking mirror? I don't understand. Because it's art. <sighs> It wasn't art. It wasn't. It was it poorly was, done. It was for the director. It was art for the director. He's like, ooh, look well, it at was these cool camera done. angles I can do. Maybe that was his Emmy shot. 
Yeah. Well, it, he failed. It was a shot, all right. <laughs> he failed. <laughs> I am not recommending him. What is that? Uh, raspberry? Maybe it's his ras- raspy? <laughs> raspy. It's a raspy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Worst camera angle ever. Goes to. Yeah, so the the relationship between Dekomi and Juliana is deepening, and it will actually deepen even more, especially from Tagomi's end. Uh, I think it happens here pretty quickly. Uh, so Joe is like he shit bricks this episode, and I think both episodes he shit bricks. Actually, I don't think he stopped shitting bricks since he got caught looking at grasshopper porn. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nazi Aryan porn, okay, not grasshopper porn. We already talked about that. Oh, yeah, speaking it's of Aryan. Aryan porn, what the fuck is Aryan literature? I think it's just any literature that is white supremacist, like it's written by a, 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 a an Aryan for Aryans, so they can they can pretty much like cherry pick. What they want, right? So Beowulf is considered written by an Aryan for Aryans. I, well, well, it's written by Aryans, right? Yeah. And so you have to think of, think about it in the context of history. There weren't many non-white folks running around that part of the world, were there? Um. Well, I mean, let's let's actually look up and see exactly what an Aryan is because research on the fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is intriguing, watching him do research on the fly. <laughs> is, he, is he pecking at the keyboard? No, he's I on can't. his I can't. I'm at the wrong angle to peck at the keyboard. He's out on his phone looking. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't quite figured it out yet. You know what? That's what That's what uh, the next tier needs to be, is just pictures of, of Jason doing research on the fly. I'll have to get a webcam in here. Nobody wants to see that. I thought he was researching. He is. I don't know. I'm just trying to fill the silence. <laughs> I'm waiting for the research. Me, me I want to know what, what what is considered Aryan. Is he having a hard time spelling Aryan? No, I've got it. I'm just trying to read it. So, because I, I mean, it's kind of complex, and I'm trying to figure out why they are. So it's. The term is general. This is according to Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge. The term has generally been used to describe the Proto-Indo-Iranian language root Arya, which was an ethno- ethnonym of the Indo-Iranians. So you um, pretty much know nothing after that. It, you're still lost. What is Aryan? However, in a climate of burgeoning racism, it proved difficult to maintain such nuance. Distinguish. Hold on. Well, this is this is this is pretty easy here. Uh, this is just as an adjective. It's relating to or denoting a people speaking an Indo-European language who invaded northern India in the second millennium BC, displacing the Dravidian and other ori- Aboriginal peoples. Dated term for Proto-Indo-European or for Indo-Iranian in Nazi ideology relating to people of Caucasian race, not of Jewish descent. So basically they took something and then 
bastardized Made it, it their to own. their own fucking yes. definition. Yeah, perfect. Well, that's what they did with the that's what they did with the Reich as well. Because I don't think technically there's a second Reich, <laughs> and they said they were the third Reich. No, there were. So Reich just means realm in German, so or kingdom. So I mean, it, the, the, the Prussia came before the Third Reich. That was, I guess, considered the Second Reich, and then the First Reich was before the Prussian era. Fucking Nazis, man. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, so it's just written by a white man. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. So they can cherry pick a whole lot and say that it's, you Aryan. know, Aryan. Yeah. Oh, Even if it's not Nazis written suck. by a Nazi or a racist, you know, so, they can say that it was. So I, I find it kind of interesting that, you know, in, in the uh, Nazi, fuck off Nazi regime, I guess it's... um. You know, they love the Aryan stuff, you know, Aryan literature and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then you go over to uh, the Pacific States and it's Negro music. Well, they like right. Americana. Americana yeah. and, and so Negro jazz music. Jazz yeah. was, yeah. you know, birthed in in America in the right. 1920s. And right. so. But it's it's like complete opposites, you know, it's. it's they don't like the they don't like the Bach and all that other stuff that the Nazis like. They like the Negro music. Right, and Which of course, children. Children revealed himself to be a big fuck off racist. I don't know no. if that's accurate. So, really, I think I yeah, think, I think yeah. we need to put this in context. If you're a regular Joe Blow, mm-hmm. and and you're trying to just keep your head down and make a living, right? But you have the hots for uh, a high powered, uh, you know, a, attorney's wife. And you're trying to make the right impression and you're trying to say the right things because you don't like that's I feel like that's what he was doing. I don't know if he actually holds these views, but when you live in a tyrannical society like these folks do, like you can either you have two options, right? You can either join the resistance or you can keep your head down and toe the line. And I kind of feel like he's a toe the line kind of guy until... Until he kind of gets slapped in the face by these by these folks. Well, until he realizes it was a dinner for schmuck, and not because yeah. there was only one. Absolutely, it was it was it was schmuck. Yeah, yeah. So and I, I, I kind of feel I could like that's by the thing. that case. If he wasn't so adamant on his statements on the statements that he made, so okay, but he's he's at a dinner with these guys. He's trying number one to impress her because he wants her. Right, and he feels and he's, also, he's on equal because he got invited to a dinner. Right, and he went in through like obviously, yeah. as we find out later in the episode, he went in through the main entrance. He didn't go in through the service entrance, so he thought that they were treating him as an as an equal. As an equal. So this yeah. was his opportunity to get into that level, that echelon of society. Like you've got to toe the line at that point. I we I think we see that today, people towing the line. It doesn't matter if they believe what they're saying or not. They're going to say it because if they don't, there are, there are repercussions. I yeah, I don't totally agree with that. I think you can I think you can politely disagree and still be towing the line. Or you can even oh, I, deflect the conversation to another topic. In a socialist society, Japan's it, it, not it, really a socialist society. They're the Pacific in a tyrannic, States. They, 
it's still tyrannical. They have a curfew. They can't. There are certain things they can and can't do. Sure, he Absolute, is. He is yeah. definitely part of the second class citizenry, which Joe got to experience straight off the plane, right? But it's it, you can still. So he's he's presenting himself as a man of culture. He should have the the mannerisms to deflect conversation to something more neutral if he's so desired. He should have that skill set. I don't think that he can in that situation, and I think that became very apparent. No, I think he uh, I think he glommed onto something that he felt strongly with and then ended up, you know, stepping on his dick. Uh, I think they were loaded questions in the first place. The, this whole din- this whole dinner was a loaded question an answer type of situation. I mean, they were asking very specific things of, um, you know, well, what do you think about that? this? Well, uh, I don't like it. Okay, let's move on to the next question. What about this and this and this? You want to see my gun? You know, I mean, it, it, they were all, it was, I think he was looking for Paul. I guess Paul was his name. Call me Paul. Um, he was looking for specific answers. No, no, no. I don't think he was looking for specific answers. I think he wanted to have an American dinner, an American conversation. I think he wanted to play the American. They were new to America. Uh, We've already established that the Japanese have this fascination with Americana and American culture. He wanted to... Um, he wanted to acclimate to American culture. He wanted to play the American. He wanted to be the American. He and wanted f- to invite uh, an, an American who was around before the war yeah. and who he thought could have a good American-style conversation to play American yeah. in his house. But and, but I think on the flip side, though, Robert didn't know... You know, he he's trying to to appeal to the Japanese yeah, culture. Well, so he didn't you know, he didn't he was going back and forth between Japanese and English the whole time. That that always throws me off is he's very wishy washy as opposed to or as uh, as to how he's gonna talk to him. Yeah. To the, anybody. The unfortunate thing is is they picked the exact wrong person to yeah. play American dinner with. Yeah. Is because he is deeply See, uh, deeply seeped into the Japanese culture, partly because he's got to appeal to a Japanese clientele right. because they're the to ones with shit. the money to buy the antiques that he sells. And so right. he's got to be steep, deeply steeped into their culture. Um, and I think we've already seen kind of his fascination and his desire to belong to that culture as well because he is definitely looking to step up the social ladder. He, he has this sense to belong. He wants to, he doesn't want to be a second class citizen anymore. Well, now he just doesn't give a f- well, flying now he, flip. He, he now he's to, been he insulted. To, he wants to screw everybody over. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's coming to the realization that it's never going to happen. And now he's going to take revenge on the people who shunned him. Hey, we shut up, James. Oh. Woo! No, you didn't shut me up. I just, <laughs> I feel like you've made my point for me. So I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Do we shut up, Rob? Too? No, I was trying to. I was trying to think of some uh, witty segue to go into the next thing that I had, but uh, yeah, but Rob has no wit. S- screw it, screw it. So, um, 
I just want to find out who makes their curtains of silence. Curtains yeah. of silence? It's like the cone of silence. But apparently they make curtains. No, I know what the cone of silence yeah, is. Yeah. What is a curtain of silence? I, well, I don't know, but apparently they throw it up anytime they went into another room. Joe did. Joe Blake, uh, you know, they close the thing and then they make love with the kid in the next room. <laughs> you know, uh, hey, I need to make a phone call. Okay, let me close this so I don't interrupt you. Obviously, it's a curtain of silence. It's like, it's like when you go... It's like when you go camping, you know? Uh, you know. I don't think it's a curtain of silence. I think it's just called being polite. No, no. Let's not really? be loud and wake the kid up. Let's not be loud. And, let's not be loud. So let's, let's close the curtain because that's going to muffle yeah, all the it's music. Called, it's just giving, it's a little politeness. Oh, Give some God. courtesy. It's not, a, it's not a curtain of silence, you. Oh, my it God. Might, Rob. It might as well be. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, it, it, I can't. You know, it, it reminds is this me. What, wait, wait. Is this what you're dealing with, Jason? Is he staying there being completely unpolite? Yeah. Fuck, Rob. I have been all kinds of polite. He keeps telling me I need to put up curtains. <laughs> <laughs> I could have used a curtain this morning. It was Don't damn be impolite, Rob. Roofers what? woke my ass. What? Up. While you were eating your <laughs> yeah, so the uh, house next door is getting a new roof, and apparently the roofers showed up at uh, seven o'clock yeah. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, that's when roofers show up. It's not not hot at Look, seven o'clock was, in the morning. I don't understand why. I was tired, okay? You know, the polite thing to do, Rob, would have been to put up a curtain so nobody had to see how <laughs> fucking weird you eat your cereal. <sighs> that would have been polite. Just put it around the fucking recliner and be like, okay, here's my curtain of silence. <laughs> nobody right. watch me eat my cereal like some kind of dork. So my Black Long Award goes to... <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there. Okay. Um, so we still get this loss of time and space. Um, things are happening so quickly, but we, we really don't understand how much time has passed. Juliana found her sister. And she's still looking good. In a, in a mass grave, in a recycled mass grave, because did you notice all the bones up around the, yeah. the mound where they dug all that stuff up? Yep. So apparently this was a mass grave before they dug it back up to dump more fresh bodies into it. But she found her sister in a mass grave and her sister doesn't look she like, like she's, she's been, been all that decomposed. Yeah. yeah, she's like she's pale and that's about it. And from what I can estimate from the time we saw her sister get shot until Juliana found her, it's been at least a week, if not two. Okay. Like how, how how uh, explicit did you want them to go with this? I mean, did you want to see a decaying corpse? I would like to see some accuracy in little, in little the decomposition or something, oh especially God. being outside. Yeah, I especially being some, outside in the elements with wildlife around there, coming out of the eye holes. Okay, all right. So just because because the two of you out. are are morbid, doesn't mean that the rest of the audience is. Well, no, I I'm can not see why they didn't want to do this. I mean. They're already dealing with some very uh, heady uh, issues, right? There's no need to throw some uh, gratuitous, grotesque, uh, decaying body in it. There's oh, whatever. Just, just we just not. binge-watched Game of Thrones, so this is maggots and, and a little bit of more decomposition <laughs> is going to be, like, tame. PG at the best compared to what <laughs> we've is, watched all weekend. So This is wouldn't Amazon. Even, wouldn't even really. This isn't. HBO. Yeah, it really wasn't all weekend. It was like 
a day, if that. Well, yeah, it was all so last quick. night and then this morning. So. so, so while you're on the while you're on the whole um, uh, mass grave thing, what I want to know, I, it, it kind of it jarred me. It jarred me the first time I watched this. It jarred me the second time here. Is the fact that you know she she walks up there and she finds her sister in the first pit that she came to, and then they zoom out, and there's pits everywhere, and the only way to get to the pit that she was at was to go past other pits, right? So, but they, all of a sudden, she's like, oh, I smell something, and then she comes up on the very first pit, which wasn't the very first pit. So right. that kind of that kind of threw me out. The only thing I can think of is that uh, uh, Tagomi put on that little slip of paper the the address so it was like probably like you know fourteen twenty five East Pit Lane, <laughs> Pit Number Four B or something like that. Okay, Rob. yeah, there. Oh my god, that's the only thing I think. They got a little signs. Your daughter's you in Pit Four B. Or you realize that back in the day, like people had to figure this stuff out, right? Without GPS, without well, yeah. without uh, without the use of their phones. So I'm fairly confident he told her how to get there in the little note that he wrote. It, but how did how did she immediately Again, go to the do you same? Need, do you need to see her going through every freaking look? It was jarring. Okay? Mass grave. It threw me off you have a little bit. It. It, no, I no, know it, she doesn't it, have George, to. Just, there's something wrong with both of you. Stop watching Game of Thrones. It's for not. Five fucking it's minutes. not that I wanted to see more decomposition necessarily. It's that was one of my points on saying that we are losing tr- a track of a sense of time. Yeah, she comes out of the woods. She, she, before she comes out of the woods or the field, you know, she smells something bad. She covers her, covers her mouth, walks out of the field or comes around the corner, and she's staggering up to a mass grave. You zoom out, and the normal path goes by two other mass graves before it gets to Again, that one. Again, did you want to see her digging through the mass graves to find her sister? Honestly. Did you just want to see her walking up and finding it? I, honestly, the I didn't normal, want her to find her sister at all. I figured, you know, she'd just show up and go, okay, and put two and two together. That's what I thought was going to happen, and I think that would have probably been better Yeah. so that ass clowns like you two don't sit here and nitpick it <laughs> apart about why wasn't she crawling through all the graves to find her sister? Sister just fucking laying there after two weeks? What the fuck? So, yeah, I, I kind of wish that that's they would have done it, and she would have been, oh, yeah, I guess I guess Trudy's dead. Why don't so they know? you heard it here first. James thinks we write better than the people at Amazon. Yeah. That is not what I said. What I said was you two are ass clowns. <laughs> why didn't why didn't why don't they burn them like the Nazis do? You know? How do you know they're not going to? Well, it didn't look like any of them were burnt. How how do you know? We just talked about how they were some were dug up and there were bones. How do we know those weren't burnt? So you're saying in the two weeks or whatever that they, they have been able to fill up four mass graves worth of bodies? It's a fucking tyrannical... You know what? I don't understand why... Fucking go live in Cuba or Venezuela and fucking become part of the fucking resistance and see how fucking long you last and see their mass graves and shit. This is not anything new throughout history. So I don't understand why you can't just be like, okay, this is this is a, a, a an oppressive regime. These, these people are treated as second-class citizens and if they get out of line, there are consequences, and the consequences are super harsh. I don't think I ever said anything to dispute that. No, but Rob just did. I don't no, understand I, why we— All I'm disputing <laughs> is why didn't they burn them right away? 
I mean, there's health and I, safety you know what? issues they were, right they're there. They're out of fucking there's fuel. Hell. Okay, that's why. Oh, there's no fuel. Well, the bus got there just fine. You ever try to light a fine. corpse on fire? Bus got there just fine. <sighs> so there's still fuel. Not fuel. There's not fuel for burning bodies, okay? There's fuel for buses, but they're all out of fuel for burning bodies. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Oh. Why are we having this conversation? Is it awards time yet? I God really damn it. wish you could see his face right now he's just he's grinning from ear to ear because he's just pushing your buttons <laughs> yeah if you could see my face there's a big fucking vein on my forehead popping out yeah, I mean, this this is normal this is how i look whenever i'm sitting at my house i'm just like i just do this just to do it it's fun <laughs> i fucking hate you rob all right let's do awards Kisses. james who's got your black lung uh yeah trudy because no, who is no? Wait, who why would you get, get your black lung? She's not burnt. Yeah. Well, she will. She will be there when the fuel comes in. Oh, uh, <laughs> Joe. Joe gets my black lung award uh, because he, he was chain smoking from the time he left Obergruppenfuhrer's office until he got back to San, until he got to San Francisco. You know, because I used to smoke, and when I got nervous, that's all you did was sit there and fucking smoke one. After oh, another, yeah. after another. So he fucking chain smoked until he uh, he he picked up Juliana in the uh, diner. That's a good one, Rob. Uh, mine went to uh, Paul Kasura um, after he got done fucking over Robert at dinner. You know, he was asking the questions or whatever, and then he thought he was all badass, and he lit a cigarette up and said, "Okay, dinner's over." Did either one of you catch Paul in the Bamboo Palace? I did not see Paul in the bamboo. No, palace. he was in the bamboo. I palace. got sidetracked by the the one boob that was hanging out. <laughs> well, after after Joe passed the one boobed woman, um, yeah, over <laughs> on the right hand side. In fact, Joe made eye contact with Paul. He was sitting at a at a table, smoking, having a drink. They all look the same to me. Oh god, my god! You can't say that compared to oh boobs. I wouldn't have even noticed you in the Bamboo Palace because there's just boobs. Well, it was nice having one listener. Frank's still there. It's his so, job. My black lung is going to go to Tom's doctor for uh, offering John Smith a smoke <laughs> yep. as soon as that he was came my, in. That was my runner-up. Yeah. That was my runner-up. Like, like, I, I, at first, I was like, wait, why is the doctor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's the 60s. Yeah. This makes sense. <laughs> the doctor, have a smoke. <laughs> You're never too young to start. They're good for you. They're good for you. I need to get a boat. Rob, who's got your head lush? Head lush goes to the Lakuza, uh, the Yakuza leader, um, because he can't do any business without a little sake first. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so before he talks to the Kimpentai, he's got yeah. to get himself yeah. a little sake. Now let's talk yeah, about with, extortion. Yeah, I'll go with <laughs> that one. That was a good one. What would it be? Extortion? No, it was... Money from him? Yeah, it would have yeah, been. It was, yeah, he was extorting yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, that's extortion. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll second that. That was a. I really enjoyed that scene because the inspector's lackey. I don't even know what his fucking name is. Uh, thought he was big shit. Like you know, I don't have to talk to you. Any, I'll talk to you however I want. We can come in here and shut this down. <laughs> the guy doesn't fucking miss a beat, just like you would uh, imagine a mob boss doing. And he's like. You want to explain to him how this works, right? <laughs> like he doesn't even really <laughs> acknowledge him. He doesn't. He never talks to him. He talks nope. through um, keto, 
and and basically says, "Will you tell your sergeant that if he does that, then you know the workers go on strike, and a whole bunch of politicians have their lives ruined because they're perverts." So, yep. Um, yep. My head lush is going to go to Joe. Uh, during that exchange, all he was supposed to do was check in his coat, order a drink, get his coat, and it was going to have the film in it, and he leaves. But he orders a beer, takes a, a nice long sip of the beer, and then gets up to head towards his coat. But right before, he decides to go ahead and take a nice other long big swallow of beer because, I, I guess, because he's a drunk. But he's getting my head lush for that, so... I think because he's nervous and, <laughs> and, and he's got a small bladder because he had to pee really quick. Yeah, well, or, or it's the fact that, you know, he's in the Pacific States. He's never had Japanese beer. Oh, that's right. Maybe he likes warm beer. Maybe, maybe. Because all, mm-hmm. they, all they have over in Nazi Germany is, or Nazi America is what? Bourbon? No, not even bourbon. What is it? The whiskey? No. It was whiskey? Yeah, no. They had whiskey, but that was a, that was a treat. Not everybody got oh, whiskey, true. I don't think. That's yeah. true. So German liquor is typically schnapps. Okay, schnapps. Okay. <laughs> you don't like schnapps? No. Oh, schnapps so, is good um, stuff. He's over the, here there burping, was an in- as he says. It's there, was a, there, was a, <gasps> there was an incident. There was a schnapps incident. Oh. I can't, yeah, I can't do <laughs> I schnapps, can't do schnapps anymore. anymore. No. I'm not no. the same way like with Southern Comfort. <laughs> Uh, I, lo- I see. I don't mind Southern Comfort. Or, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, there was also a Captain Morgan incident, but I am over that. I still love Captain Morgan. Cap- but Schnapps, I can't do. It's just no thanks. Uh, Rob, who's got your player? Um, I went with Juliana because of her playing everybody about her sister. I mean, she knew her sister was dead, uh, but she was playing everybody like, no, I haven't seen her. I don't. I don't know. She died. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> you know, I mean. <laughs> okay, Joe or <laughs> Joe, <laughs> James. Hey, well, well, who's Jesus your player? Christ. James is it or uh, Jason? Is it Joe? <laughs> I'm guessing it's. We're, Joe. we're playing musical names this episode. Apparently, who's James, your, who's, uh, got your yeah. player? who's got your player, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> my player. Yeah, uh, my my player award goes goes to. Um, who gets the player award in in when there isn't a player award? I don't think we have a default. So who should get it? That's a good question. Like, Joe 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 struck out. Like he was like, oh, "There's so many things I want to tell you, Juliana." Oh my god, Juliana! And she's like, "Yeah, I can't do this, dude." Like, so fucking swinging a whiff. So he's not getting Simon. It. Simon is our player. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't want. <laughs> Maybe we should put no. that to our listener, Frank. Frank, if you're listening, go ahead and write in and let us know who you think our default uh, player award should be. So, so our black lung is Doc Cottle. Black lung is Doc Cottle. Okay, head lush is Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Purple hippo. We we determined is River. Is now. River Tam. Yeah, River Tam. Yeah. yeah. So we need a default player. Yeah, I I like I would say James Bond is who comes to mind. But we don't we don't uh, who's James Bond? This is a sci fi yeah, podcast. Sci- sci- sci-fi podcast oh. from a few well, guys. Then it should be Captain Fucking Kirk. A few guys that know sci fi. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Kirk or, or Riker. Kirk, but we don't do Star Trek. Jesus Christ. Look, fucking you, Han Solo. 
You know what? Fuck no, off. No, we don't do Star, Star Wars either. You, you've got to, you've got to fall within the confines of our uh, uh, niche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jason, who gets your shitty fucking so player? My player award, award is going to go to Joe for See, having I knew it. girls on both coasts. Oh my god! No, he wants to have a girl on both coasts, and he keeps getting shot down. That's true. Oh, he's got a girl no, he on a girl. at least the east coast, but not on the west coast. Yep, but not on the uh, west coast. She's all like, yeah, uh, he's been striking out. Like, I mean, she's yeah, she uh, no. We'll, we'll see. Mean, uh, we'll see. Oh my god! Oh, it, well, spoiler alerts. He puts his dick in her. <laughs> no, that Jesus. really doesn't happen. <laughs> Well, then why? James really did happen. sleep through the, he the did. seasons. I really did. I told you I slept through this first time I watched it. I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> Purple Hippo. Purple Hippo, James, who's got yours? Uh, the director for that stupid fucking shot of the <laughs> mirror. God damn it. I don't fucking understand it at all. He had to be high on drugs. Okay. Rob? Um, my Purple Hippo goes to whoever buys into the curtain of silence because <laughs> it doesn't work ah, well wouldn't that be the director as well no 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 it's the it's the consumers that buy the curtain of silence from the you know Nazi what store. can we buy a curtain of silence for rob uh no you're stuck with me stuck in the middle with him no, well, I don't want to. You know what, Jason? Who's got your purple hippo? My award? purple hippo is going to go to Juliana. She started seeing her sister in places she couldn't have seen her sister, and then finally saw her sister in a mass grave. So, she's getting my purple hippo. She just ripped this shit apart. I don't understand. You just can't suspend disbelief. Fucking understand why they did. You know what? Whatever. Have you, you never know had what? that experience? How to a loved you one get my purple hippo die, away. and then you, you start, it. you know, seeing them and play. It's a trippy experience. You you get my purple hippo award, and I gladly accept your purple hippo. Thank you for giving me something. <laughs> You're welcome. You're very it means welcome. so much to me, James. I don't think it does. He actually has a tear rolling down his eye. He's I never do. gotten out of war before. If he does, it's allergies. <laughs> you touched me. Oh, no. <laughs> touched I have, me no. deeply. I have not. No, no I no. haven't. I, I have not touched you. I've got the video. Take that back. I wouldn't touch him. Oh, my God. <laughs> you might get Hi, with that, that's going to be it this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Our pod crawl music is Snack Mix My Machete. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at eargluemedia.com forward slash Discord, on Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. Be sure to check out all of the other excellent podcasts at eargluemedia.com. And as always, the poorly thought out and sometimes questionable opinions expressed on this show are ours and might not be shared by Earglue Media or anyone else for that matter. Except mine, all minor gold. So, for this week, I'm Jason. Um, apparently, Joe's girlfriends don't know that it's not cheating when they're in separate zip codes. <laughs> God damn! Can we get Rob a fucking cone of silence, please? And we'll talk Curtain. to you next week. Curtain of silence. <laughs>